Hi, and welcome to the first bonus episode of the LXP podcast, the League of Extra Nerdy Parents. We exist to help you uh, decide whether something nerdy is good for you and your family. Um, under normal circumstances, our usual podcast is long and a lot of really <laughs> great conversations about um, classic movies and <clears throat> things that we're doing with our families. Uh, but this is a special bonus episode to focus on the biggest film, I think, or we think, of the year so far, um, or at least one of the most enjoyable films of the year so far, particularly for families, is Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is a Marvel property. It is the last film. The next film that comes out for Marvel will be Avengers, so it's the last film before Avengers. It was directed uh, by, written and directed by James Gunn. Starring Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, Lee Pace, Karen Gillian, Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel, and Josh Brolin. And we all got a chance to see this film. In fact, I've seen it twice. Oh, lucky. Um, and I'll talk about that later. But uh, <laughs> everybody brought their kids except me. My son won't sit still in the theater, so I'm kind of running stag on this one. Um, but I, we wanted to take some time because this film is making so many waves and has gotten so much praise. We want to just take some time to sound off. And if you haven't seen it, and you're deciding whether you should. We want to tell you whether you should. So um, I'm going to just jump right in here, um, mm-hmm. throw it out to you guys. What did the kids think? Because that's what really people want to know. What did your kids think of, of Guardians? Oh, Who wants to go first? <laughs> yeah. I bet, I, I, go ahead. Well, we went together Yeah, and brought the, brought the boys. Yeah, so we can both just. Is great. Yeah. I, I mean, right off the bat, I mean, whose kids wouldn't like Groot? And whose kids wouldn't like Rocket? I mean, exactly. those, they were just like, they stole the show, I, I think, as far as kids go. Yeah, they nailed it with those two. They, they really did. They really did. And, it, I mean, honestly, they were great characters all around. Everyone, uh, they were full of heart. Every character yeah. was yeah. full of heart. It was really well written. And coming from the position, I didn't think they could pull this off. I, <laughs> I was just like, Marvel just thinks uh, they can just like give us their, <laughs> their you know side characters and, and bottom and, of the barrel, yeah, throwaways. and just be like, hey, we'll just get these guys going this is too. James Gunn, yeah, give them that one. I'm yeah, it was it was it was great. The kids really liked it. Um, I mentioned it a lot just because I knew we would be doing this podcast, and I so I, I bring it up a bit. Um, and they remember a lot of a lot of different parts, but I think yeah. uh, I think most of all, it was it was all about Rocket. It was all about Groot, and uh, um, I'm interested to hear what what it was, says. It was Rocket and Groot. I mean, for the kids, um, I'm smiling just getting ready to talk about it because this movie was for me just so much freaking fun. Mm. I just like from the get go. Are we in spoiler? Can we? Oh yeah, talk? Um, okay, yeah. Uh, we will be. Yeah. Just a warning: if you haven't already figured it out, this is going to be a spoiler-filled review. We can't really talk about the, the nuts and bolts of this film without going into spoiler territory. We will try not to spoil everything, but we are not going to, to tiptoe around things. Yeah. So. so, I mean, they they nailed it for me from the very very beginning. He's on a they, the main character. He's on a planet. You think it's going to be serious, and you know he's got the spacesuit, and they just bust in on an old '70s song, and I'm I'm loving the music, and he's dancing, and I'm immediately like, all right, we're loose. This movie's going to be fun, and and then it goes into straight action, so it's like a roller coaster. It's like fun to action to funny because the Star Lord is just cracking, you know. Yeah, Why this is, is the funniest film of the summer. 
I think it was funny. It was funny. It was. It was. I loved the music. I absolutely loved the music. Awesome action movie. Action movie. The Rocket and Groot are the new Han and Chewie. Like they just, (laughs) you know, they're buddies and they work so good together. And there's not enough things I could say. I'm gonna just go on and on. So I'm gonna throw it to someone because I just freaking love this movie. We loved it, but so. Um, one of my kids has seen it three times, oh. and one of my kids saw it twice. Um, I saw it twice. Well, I think I was just going to say your daughter saw it. Three she times, did, she which saw is it three really times. interesting. Yep. A film that's and she wants yeah. she wants to see it again and buy it when it comes. I'm out. I'm dying to see it again. You know? and, yeah, she's lucky. She, oh, saw it. Yeah. she was on vacation yes. with her grandmother, and they saw it while on vacation. I hadn't seen it yet, so I brought her with me when I brought um, everyone. And then we went to the drive-in, and it happened to be the second movie at the drive-in. So she just got to see it all three times. But my, my son's five, and he sat through it both times and really? had fun and enjoyed it. That's and, awesome. and just watched it in the movie theater. So again. awesome. Uh, it was one of the first times we've gone to the movie theater, and we, there was, something didn't come up. Like We didn't have to leave for five yeah. minutes to go to the bathroom, or, or he got fidgety and started talking. He just watched this movie and loved every that's, minute of it so and was funny. talking about it in the car on the ride home. It was the, the first time we had... A super awesome movie experience. Yeah, it was fun. It's yeah. just every and time then, I come back to it, it's just yeah. fun. And then the second movie, the the second time we saw it, um, it was the second movie at the drive-in. So it started at ten o'clock, I think, Did and he stay stayed up, up and that's finished the amazing. movie. Wow, he, he just loved it. it was Five years old, it. good. Yeah, yeah, that's so um, cool. Yeah, it was. It's just an awesome movie. Everyone liked it. My wife liked it too. How often do all four of us? enjoy a movie to the point where we'll watch it when it comes out on demand again uh, we'll, how, we'll totally how buy it I'll moan in this and not, not that often I mean, it, <laughs> I mean that this one's up very often. like top 10 like maybe even higher yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's second for me behind Avengers in terms of my favorite superhero Ooh, movie I, I liked it I think I, I might have liked yeah. it better than Avengers I'm, I'm gonna read this off G-Man right here because I liked it better than Avengers well, I, because, hey, it because it was because it was legitimate. Funny, opinion. it was yeah. The, it was the humor like Robert that Downey brought Jr. it over the edge for me. Can you yeah. imagine if they cross these? Ca- I, I, maybe I'm getting ahead of us. But oh, and they, they cross <laughs> Avengers over with this. Imagine <laughs> they have Raccoon to. and Iron Man, so, Tony yeah. Stark and Rocket Raccoon. Just they just, have just to. Talk about and over they've over done over. it in the cartoon series, right? Yeah. And it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, it really is pretty funny. And they just kind of push the. The Avengers aside, oh, we'll handle this kind of thing, and it, yeah. I, that just like, they're like, "What are you talking yeah. about?" It's there's, great. There's more to talk about in terms of, of cross promotion. Oh, really? Properties. Um, the heroes of Marvel, though, are whoever's casting these. Yeah, right. right. Like, like Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark nailed it. Right, yeah. nailed it. Chris Pratt as Star Lord was just so freaking yeah. amazing. No so one else. Speaking of that, did you Star-Lord. hear him? Uh, hit, like uh, some radio show, he was singing. Uh, he was singing some Eminem. He was just following along with the exact. Oh, right. They challenged him on the spot really? to do. They had a, a video of it on the spot because he told a story about him living out of a van. Yeah. When Eminem uh, brought out his pulled out his first album, he said all they did was listen to that and do some lived, illegal sus- yeah, yeah. substances. And was that and, in Hawaii? He lived in a van. Yeah. He worked at Bubba Gump. I don't know. He didn't Gump, talk yeah. about Bubba yeah, Gump. But he, he just right off the bat just started saying they forgot about Dre. Nowadays everybody wanna talk, they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the lips. Just a bunch of chipper bridge, motherfuckers act they forgot about Dre. He forgot about <laughs> and, and he just did the entire rap and they had to stop him. He just kept going and going. It was great. Yeah, and he perfect the, casting. The only Absolutely. Bad thing is that now the world knows how good Chris Pratt is. Yeah. Because yeah. I loved him on Park. I want, I want his <laughs> life. You know? Yeah, oh yeah. He's married to to uh 
Oh my God! What's that? The female comedian. I name? forget her name, but she's funny too. Uh, Anna Faris. Yes, he's married to Anna Faris. Oh, really? And he's uh, like he's on Parks and Rec, one yeah. of my favorite TV shows. It's, it's only one more season, he's and Jack I think now. He's, he's done. He's Jack. <laughs> he's yeah. Jack now. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, you know, I I've said it on this podcast before. James Gunn. Not a lot of people know his name. I knew who he was before when he they announced him. I was like, oh my god, he's the only guy now that could possibly. Know. But now they know him. But um, what I've noticed is, uh, you know, what people love about the film is how the characters interact, how well they're developed, how funny they are talking to each other, mm-hmm. how natural it seems. Even the actors that aren't that great, like Dave Bautista, right? He's a wrestler, but he was decent. He's good. In the what role. a perfect character for him to play it, by the way. Mm-hmm. But. Um, the I mean, reason I think, and what you haven't, I haven't heard, and on other podcasts I've listened to that have reviewed this and, and read stories, very few are bringing up. They all talk about how he did Super with Rain Wilson, which was so not like this film. It had humor, but it was very dark, bloody, gory, sexualized. Um, not a kids' film at all. Um, and before that, he did Slither, which was like a kind of comedy horror movie. Again, not a kids' film at all. But he did a film, and I brought this up before, called The Specials, which is all about superheroes, a superhero <clears throat> team that basically do nothing, sit around and just get mad at each other because they're kind of stuck together. And they never get a chance to do anything because there's seven other superhero teams that are better than them. But the characters in that film, it's just like he transposed that ability to create multiple characters and develop them thoroughly. And that's why I think he was so successful with this because he did that. He wrote that film. He didn't direct it. He wrote it. Um, but he was involved in a lot of the production and stuff. So if you haven't had a chance to see the specials and you like this film, go back and watch that. It's not really kid-friendly, but for the adults, I think you'd, I think you'd get it. So um, I was psyched that it was as good as it was. I wanted it to be yeah, good. Yeah, you, you, was. You, oh. it was clear in the last podcast. Oh, yeah. And I when I sat down and I didn't get to see it because if you remember, I was in Canada when it came out. I didn't get a chance to see it there. I, the first day we got back, I went to the theater by myself. And I was just – I was the minute this – like Hoff said when he's singing into the, the rat right thing. away I was just and the and Guardians of the Galaxy came up yeah. on the screen I was like this is this is gonna be awesome yeah they, they, so he hooked me from the beginning <laughs> like uh, the and soundtrack does not like you wouldn't it, I've been listening to it, it was, all I week. have too yeah, immediately have went home because we got Spotify <laughs> immediately got the whole soundtrack and I'm just I've been listening to it nonstop. Yeah. it doesn't fit to a sci-fi movie but that's what worked yeah it, I, I loved it it tethers the film back to earth. Yes, that's what the, the, the it's like its own character. The music in it there. really was. Like, like I have to keep bringing up. We the leave Earth at the beginning of the film in a very sad. Open Which scene. I was going to bring up. Bring up, yeah, that's yeah. important for the kids. But we, we're, te- we're 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 connected back to Earth through the music in the film, and that's because you don't go back to. But earth that's the again. heart too. Yeah. The, with his mother, right? And that bringing that up, that scene. Yeah, talk if about we're that. We're gonna. Well, I, okay. we were both uncomfortable. I automatically, well, yeah, I was I was sitting there and I I said I, I, with this feeling because yeah. already the reviews we were, had come had out saying this dread. is going to be great and and uh, we were sitting next. I think we let the kids sit next to each other. We were sitting next to each other and I I looked over and I'm like, oh, this is not this is not looking like it's gonna. It was it was it was dark. I mean, that was a very dark beginning and it needed to be. It needed to be because it, it, it was the last truly dark part of the movie. Yeah, everything but we else didn't know was, that. No, we didn't. Because that's the scene it starts with. We're like, oh boy. What and the whole thing, that's why it was good for me, was because I didn't really know anything about any of the characters. I knew there yep. was a, a raccoon dude. 
I knew it was a tree dude, and I knew there was like some fighter people. I was like, this is going to be all right, whatever this is going to be. But uh, all the other characters of all the other Marvel movies, barring a couple small ones, everyone kind of has this preset notion on on who they are. And um, amazing move by by, uh, Marvel to to take these characters that no one knew. I mean, really, maybe G-Man knew. Um, I don't know if you guys did, but it was really a great... No, we talked about that. I had... I had no clue, and I loved that. I liked that. And, I, and that's what made it better to. than Avengers, I thought. Because you kind of walked yeah. in. You knew what the Hulk did. You knew you knew who Iron Man was already from the you previous film and, from the Thor, and all that stuff. But you walked in, and you didn't know, you know, this guy, uh, Star-Lord, who's he going to be? And, I, I didn't know he was going to be so funny. And Drax. I, I was like, Drax? Yeah. When he came out with some of the funnier things he did, I was yeah, like, that's this is a great character. <laughs> I mean, that was a great character. I was laughing thinking about him. And uh, the the whole uh, one of my favorite scenes, which I I don't know if if you guys agree, is when they were on that kind of modern and I you can help me with the planet names, the modern planet where there's a lot of people walking around, kind oh. of a central mall, and they had I, to try to take. I gotta see it again. That's that's I gotta fill in a lot of holes like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Because it really showed, um, you know, the, the kind of way a Star Lord fought. You know, it was kind of, he had a lot of tricks. He was throwing a bolo. He threw a, yeah. you know, he, he actually took off his um, his uh, rocket packs and yeah. attached it to her. And I, I was like, this is, I love the way this guy fights against someone who's probably his equal, maybe even better than oh, him. Hey. Fighting, much better, yeah. And, and it was just great. Uh, and that Zandar, he didn't care. The planet's name is Xandar. What? Uh, well, he didn't care. He, that, his character was very like, almost like he never grew past the child stage. Like it, it from the be- from the beginning to the end, he was always kind of like a kid. He's like this bratty kid who kind of, you know, he would get what he wanted even in adulthood. Uh, just but nice. Also, he's done. The, is he? Correct me if I'm wrong, but he's the only Earthling. Like yes. it's very rare for an Earthling to be in this setting. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, he's the only he would one. Say yeah. things and be like, "Well, you don't get what I'm yeah. talking about." Like, he's, well, he's say, not. Like, yeah, they Earthling. reveal he's not just an Earthling. Well, I know, yeah. but I don't know Spoiler. that. I don't want to. Spoiler. Yeah. I like we said not we were knowing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 the way the characters come together in that scene is just amazing. Like, yeah. before, before they meet Drax in the prison, they, you know, they, they're all fighting each other. And they all mm-hmm. have their own skills. Groot's got the big sack trying to catch them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Put Very... him in the sack. But that's when they start being a team. That's where, like, they, they start off all against each other. But in that moment after they get caught... All of a sudden, they have to work together and become a team. Yeah. And from then on, it's just this but, amazing <laughs> team dynamic between these oh. different characters that just got forced together. Everyone had their like and moment this to amazing shine too. dialogue. Yes. Just oh. so, there's so many rapid fire jokes, right? You know? Yeah. And and they they kind of poke it. There's another police car. We're on their arrest for spoiling the film. Um, they 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 just kind of like when they're in the prison and. You know, the Drax is going to kill Gamora, and he gets talked out of it by by Star Lord, and then he's like, "I like this knife. I'm keeping it." And they <laughs> and they cut to the other guy. He's like, "That was my favorite knife." <laughs> it's just oh, like yeah. little moments like that. That's what made this. The moment so I awesome. fell in love with Rocket was when he makes him go get the guy's leg. leg yeah. Because oh, you got it. I was just <laughs> kidding. And then when he wants the guy's eye later, he's like, "I need that guy's eye." And oh, what like, about no, no, no? What about he's assigning? What about when he was assigning everybody the things that they had to yeah. do? And he just said, "Well, we got to get that battery up on the tower, but we got to do all the other things for." And before he even finishes, Groot 
is like headed towards yeah, the battery. Yeah. He just tears it yeah, off. That's how and, long. I'd love to see the backstory in that. Like oh, that's yeah. what gets me. I want now. And Drax is just smiling at the whole thing. Like this is <laughs> this is great. Yeah. I got I got to be with these so guys. Funny. Uh, yeah, he exactly. Was, his, his my favorite parts of the movie were ridiculous jokes that he made. Like. The one where nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are sitting next to me, and and by the third time she's seen it, she's she's saying it as he's saying it. Like she's already remembered exactly. Uh, My my favorite. (laughs) So funny when someone calls him princess, and he goes, "I am not a princess." It wasn't even that funny for most people, but that was my favorite. He's like, "I'm not a princess." (laughs) The Soros. I think. I think for me, the best moment, most the funniest moment, was when they're. The make motivational speech, and he convinces all the other members of the Guardians, and they're not called that yet, but all the other people on the team to come with him, even though it's probably a suicide mission to go down and defend Xandar and try to stop Ronan. And each of them stand up to kind of say, I'm with you, and okay, right. why not? And then Rocket stands up, he's like, All right, I'm standing. Are you happy now? We're all standing like a bunch of morons <laughs> in a circle. Like, because that, that's a moment in every film, right? Even right. in Avengers, it moment, has yeah. that moment in Avengers where all the Avengers are in the circle and the camera rolls around them. It's like, damn, they're all posing. And it's like, it's like, okay, we've done that. What would ha- what happens yeah. when the camera shuts now off? Now what? Yeah. Now we just kind of look stupid because we're just standing <laughs> in a circle. So and might, they're not afraid to yeah. say, yeah, we get it. This is silly. This is, you know, and it, real life isn't like I that. loved when it, they were making fun of scenes like that, too. Even in that same scene, there's, there's when Drax, he said, when did we establish this? Just a minute ago. Oh, I wasn't listening. Like, was, yeah, right, right. In real life, that would be something that happens. But in a yeah. movie, they skip over real life situations, like uh, small four-second interactions that happen in real life. I have a plan. You've got a plan. Yes. First of all, you're copying me from when I said I had a plan. No, I'm not. People say that all the time. It's not that unique of a thing to say. Secondly, I don't even believe you have a plan. I have part of a plan. What percentage of a plan do you have? You don't get to ask questions after the nonsense you pulled on Nowhere. I just saved Quill. We've already established that you destroying the ship that I'm on is not saving me. When did we establish? Like three seconds ago. No, I wasn't listening. I was thinking of something else. Oh. There's just not... When I saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I saw, if you listen to the last podcast, I saw it because I wanted to be able to talk about it here. I was in the theater and I was I was watching it and um, there was a lull in the theater and I could hear Guardians in the next theater over and I was like, oh man, I, I kind of wish I was seeing that. That's the instead. thing, it, lo- it makes you want yeah. more. So I ended up actually buying a more. ticket for Guardians as soon as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Just talk about it now. And like, went I want to watch the whole movie again. Wow. It's like, I'm just going to see it again because I... I wanted mm. to get the taste of that turtles out of my mouth, <laughs> out of my brain. Well, but I'm I think the taste of turtles out of your mouth. But I, taste of bad turtles. Yeah, turtle soup tonight. But what what I think I loved, and what I think sets this film apart from movies like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Transformers and stuff is that Ninja Turtles is for kids, and that's it. Like adults watch yeah. it, and like God, this is just so boring oh, or dumb. There is dumb so or much in this movie that's not for kids. Guardians is for Jackson everybody. Jackson Pollock but, painting. Yeah. But just Love that. Yeah, the it's black not that the light, can't the black it, light but... in his ship. Like there's, so, it's for everybody. They yeah. made it for all of us, right? And that's why I think it's and there's stuff that they're gonna get later. So I think this movie's gonna yeah. transcend. It's like, like Shrek. when they get older. Like, kids love Shrek, but adults love Shrek because it has that stuff. But there's jokes they're love, not too. gonna get, right? Until... But it's okay because they're so quick. Yeah, that it's on to the next thing. So if the kid doesn't get it, they don't sit around going, "Oh man, I don't watch get it." it. They're like, "Rocket saying something silly, or he's shooting a gun, or something." He's gonna watch it ten years from now and be like, "Oh, 
You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. They got my dick message. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's about the crank when he's cranking his finger up. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, I didn't I'm know sorry. what that would do. I and then he like flips it down and it pops back yeah. up again. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yes. I, I didn't read the comics, but uh, or one of the best, some of the best ship design, spaceship design. Oh, yeah. That I think I've a, I've seen in a while. I, the, a good that, point, yeah. the way that thing flew, the way it looked, the his Milano, what the was Milano, that well, all of them. For Alyssa Milano, did you know that? No, I, I didn't, didn't know that. It's because it's supposed it, to be his childhood crush on Earth. Oh, okay, it was Alyssa okay. Milano, So he called the ship. Milano. When you oh, think your that. kid's not paying attention, he was. We were talking about it, and he's the, Mil- the Milano. I'm like, no, it's too close to Millennium Falcon. It's called something else. I couldn't remember. He was right. Yeah. Wow. And I didn't think he'd pay attention to it. It wasn't named after the cookie. No. It wasn't his favorite cookie. You know cookie. what's interesting I is I talked about, I don't know if I talked about it on a previous podcast, I saw a documentary called Jodorowsky's Dune. The guy, Alejandro oh, yeah. Jodorowsky. Yeah, I read about that. It's really that. good, actually. Uh, he's kind of a crazy guy. Did you see I, it or just I read watched it? it. No, I, I watched it. I, I got meant to it. watch that. I got the DVD from Netflix. It's really cool, but what's interesting is, um, what I found the most interesting about that, and I don't want to get too much on the tandem, is at the end of the film, they show like, He's like, he has this books and books and books of concept art and, and storyboarding. Yeah. Since the film never got made, people went off to make other films yeah. that were involved in that, and they pulled a lot of that, including the ship design for um, the Star-Lord ship for the Milano. It's really? based upon Jodorowsky's Dune. Oh, ship I didn't know that. that. So if you, I would, yeah, if you watch it, yeah. that's the part that I think you'll get I'm the most out it. of, is that last bit where they're like, Costume design with Star Wars, like Star Wars and Terminator oh, and Alien. Well, didn't he made? try to bring in like the biggest stars? Didn't he want like uh, the, these these huge, huge stars to play Dune characters? At the time in the seventies, they yes. were. Yeah, okay. his son was going to play the main guy that Kyle McLaughlin right. played in the other movie. But anyway, that a lot of that stuff ended up finding its way in all these other films, like like Alien and Terminator mm-hmm. and Star Wars and stuff, because these guys all went off. They never finished the movie, so these. Designers and artists and filmmakers and writers and stuff went off. Cartoonists, H.R. Geiger was involved mm-hmm. before Alien, and they went off and they created. It. And again, it's still kind of rolling with this new film. The ship oh, design cool. comes from it's that. So I loved it. I did. Really just cool. the way it moved, everything, and and the way he fought with it. So um, I think we established, you know, that this is appropriate for everybody. I mean, yeah, well, this, five-year-old the son loving it. There's things you got to yeah. beware of. The first scene is is dark. Yeah. Um, yeah, deals with death. And so if you're not ready to yeah. talk, yeah, through it. But yeah. you know, it it comes back at the end of the film, so I don't know if you can. Really... Yeah, but for well, but the little kid, if you're, if they're small enough where you're worried about that scene, yeah, they, they can probably you can probably skip talk that your scene. way out of it. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I think that's for everybody else. It's an important sequence. It really yes. establishes um, Star Lord Peter Quill's character and why mm-hmm. he is who he is, and that's his arc. At the end of the film, he comes to terms with what happens at the beginning of the film, and. I can't him. wait to hear tape number two. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> I know, right? I've, I'm mix serious. Tape number two. <laughs> awesome mix number two, right? Awesome so, mix number two. Um, so we talked about what we loved about it. Here's one. A lot of people are saying that this is our kids' generation Star Wars. What do you think? Do you think it is this up to par I with mean, that? Can we compare them? That's for them fair? to decide. I, I, I wouldn't presume to decide that for our kids. I mean. Yeah, I'll I talk to him, you know, ten years from now, you know, see I, what he thinks. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't do that. I, I don't know. I don't think it. Uh, I think with with Star Wars, it broke a lot of, and yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough for me to speak about it because we lived through it. and We were, but 
I think Star Wars broke a lot of ground effects wise. Uh, it did. It, there was there was truly nothing. No. like it at the time I don't well, think 2001 Space Odyssey yeah, but that was very top quiet yeah, that's not and... a kid that wasn't a family no film. I'm just sucking like sci-fi yeah. and I don't know if, I don't know if Guardians sci-fi. broke that broke that a mold and, at all there I mean was, it was there was yeah. a couple little right. things but I don't think they really break a, a, it, it uh, could end up being that way but there are see, other characters I was thinking of it more as a, a movie going experience yes like yeah it will be the, one of the movies that kids of this generation will, you know, be doing podcasts about and showing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Doing exactly what we're yeah, doing. Like Let's show P, them Guardians. You know? I don't know. Next year there could be another Our kids one, but... take over for us. We're too old to do it. <laughs> right. I think it could be something like that, but I don't think it's going to be what Star Wars was. I think maybe the, the, whole, the whole superhero piece may be their, their Star Wars, if you could do that. I didn't feel as much like a superhero movie to me as it did like a space opera adventure type movie. You know, like they, yeah, they have abilities. They're all like Groot is a big tree, can do yeah. tree things. And, yeah, but they're not, yes. Yeah, they're not really like Superman, Iron Man, Hulk kind of heroes. You right, know? You right. Know, Drax is big and strong and Gamora's a really good fighter and right. gadgets and stuff. There's no but, magic. Yeah, this, it's really not, it didn't yeah. feel as much like Although a superhero Infinity movie Gauntlet as it did just a, yeah, yeah like a yeah. sci-fi movie. Yeah, on that idea, like, why don't we talk about the villains? Were the villains too mm. frightening? Ronan was Hunter's favorite character the first the first time we watched it. <laughs> it was oh, interesting. That's the guy, the guy with, the, with the hammer. The hammer, yeah. All oh, the hammer. Lee okay. Pace, yeah. yeah Ronan. Why? It was so weird, but that was his favorite. <laughs> yeah, he, had, he couldn't stop talking about the guy with the hammer. Yeah, he smashes a guy's head. Yes. Dude, that's another thing. That was, uh, some yeah, kind of blood true. or something pours yeah. into a... Yeah, I didn't have any questions about that. So yeah. that's good. That's well, good. Hondo. I know you t- we talked a little Yandu. bit about... Yondu. Oh, Yondu. Yondu. Yeah, Why that's the Hondo. Blue, right? Yondu, yeah. Thanos was a crazy looking guy, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of like Yondu. But no, he's supposed to. Are we talking about Yondu or Thanos here? Let's pick one. Uh, let's do Yondu because yeah. uh, you know I know you had said originally he was an archer. He was actually he was a uh, founding member of the original Guardians in the first series back I think in the sixties seventies when they first introduced the characters and they're futuristic. The, 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 the original whistle? Guardians were set way in the future, like the third. 3,000 year 3,000 or something oh. and Yandu was one of the members of the Guardians and he was he, an alien blue skinned alien with a big red fin yeah. and he was an archer and it's obvious that they didn't want to have another guy that shoots arrows because they have Hawkeye already so they gave him that magic arrow that he can control and they turned him into kind of like a space redneck which at first I was like come on would there really be people that talk with southern accents in space but <laughs> you know you, I kind of let it go because well, it seemed like the, the, cat, the part was more written for Michael Rooker who's kind of like that kind of like down home that's, southern that's something we just gotta let go yeah I, mean, I was why, why, I mean, totally why, cool they, why does every bad guy have an English accent <laughs> yeah I was totally cool with it at first <laughs> right. I was like well, but I was like alright whatever let's just go with it and it was cool I kind of um, liked his character I, I like yeah, characters like that, that was, yeah, the arrows he was kind of a little overpowered he wasn't a bad yeah, guy yeah. but he I was wasn't like, he's way too powerful he ends up being like his, his guys end up helping yeah. he wasn't really a bad guy but he did bad things. Yeah, no, he's sort a dick, of. But he's not yeah. like you know. Uh, yeah, he's not horrible. But he's for <laughs> himself, he's like uh, uh, I don't know what you compare him to. Like a mercenary. Yeah, yeah uh, that's what yeah. they are. They're like yeah. space. Yeah, space thieves, pirates, for hire. pirates. pirates. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a little overpowered. We talked about this. Like he kills like a million enemies. Yeah, that was crazy. Crashes a ship with one arrow, just whistling. No one thought to shoot him while he was whistling, so <laughs> the arrow would stop. But I still love that scene. It reminded me of, of uh, Raiders. 
with that, you know, opening the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, the and ghosts. All the guys, and... the ghosts just killing all the soldiers. Oh, yeah. It yeah. seemed to have shades of that there. Hmm. There's a lot of Raiders references, I think. The beginning with the orb. When he oh, sure, yeah. The orb and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did think of that at the time. Yeah, he, some, he says it's like a lost Ark, Ark of the Covenant kind of thing. So I think this obviously influences from classic films that we love. Hmm. You know, cause oh, there's a lot. James Gunn is our age, you know, and yeah. he loved the same things we did. I so think. what about Thanos? Talking about Thanos. Oh, yeah. He, it was... He was uh, just cool looking. Yeah, it was. Guy. I mean, kind of was. I like that he's still around. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear from him in this. Uh, yeah, oh, we know. We kind of yeah, know we are gonna. See. Yeah, Avengers three. I think it's they're Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I want to. I want to bring something up. There's a lot of criticism with this film and the other Marvel films because of what people are calling the MacGuffin, oh, which yeah. is a, a term for like the thing everybody needs that really just exists to, for something for everybody to need. Um, for example, the MacGuffin in, in the Avengers was that cube, the yeah, Tesseract. The Tesseract. And the MacGuffin in the Thor movie was that mist, the Aether. 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 Right? So each of these things, if you haven't already figured out, this film kind of illustrates it, are one of six, six, six infinity, infinity stones or stones. gems that go into the, the Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. which is what Thanos we know from the comics, if you've read it, is trying to get all of them because he can become super godly powerful and completely destroy everything the in the world. The end scene which in is, the Dark World is important. Yeah, them. because that, yeah, they, bring, they bring the ether right. to the Which my son remembered, and I didn't. Yeah. Mm. It, and it has the same characters that are in the, the Red Skin Girl and um, the Collector. Yeah, they're, are, yeah, they're in that. And, go back and watch it. James I just Gunn, went, he shot show. that scene and gave it to them but, at the end. Was, so, was Howard the, in it? No. <laughs> I want to talk about that because that we'll was get to that. Weird. But let me, let me let me just really get through this quick. So there are three of them so far. There's supposed to be six. There were three shown so far in the films. You have the, the tesseract, the ether, and then now this. What was this thing called? Oh God, I forget. The orb. They just called it. No, it was something else. Uh, I can't it's remember. Some gem thing. This purple. The purple gem. Oh look, keep talking. Um, Gravity still. <laughs> no. Um, I already have it up here. It's orb is closer. Maybe. The, uh, um, and in each case. The, that thing has banished or killed one of the main villains. The Tesseract in Captain America did something to the Red Skull. Looks like, I, I think he got teleported away, but he disappeared. He was killed or destroyed by it. The Aether kills uh, the evil leader of the Dark Elves. What Dark is his Elves. name? I can't remember. Uh, Malif- Mal- Mal- Malekith. And in this film, Lee Pace, the Ronin character, gets killed by that, that orb. Mm-hmm. So people are like it's formulaic. Every every movie has they go find the stone. Everybody wants it. The bad guy gets it. Then the good guys use it to turn against the bad guy and destroy him. I'm thinking that this is formulaic for a reason. I think Marvel has a larger idea that they're gonna we're gonna get through each of these. We got at least two more. If Thanos has one already, two more of these stones. It's gonna do the same thing in whatever movies come next. And I'm hoping, I'm thinking that when we get to Avengers three, Thanos is able to resummon back all of those villains through the stones that they're not dead that they've been either transported somewhere or they've been sucked into the stone and he's going to be able to bring all of those villains back for a big huge massive battle in Avengers 3 so thanks for ruining it for him well that's just mm. my theory <laughs> it's my theory I'm like I'm hoping that that's what they do that this Red Skull comes back and Malekith comes back and Ronan all come back and Thanos kind of pulls them on okay. the gauntlet now I hope you're wrong because that would 
that would be so cool. Just that would just ruined spoiled it. everything. No, but I, I, the reason I say this is because I think there's way too much criticism around. Oh, it's just the same thing again. It's another powerful. I haven't heard it once. Yeah. Well, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and reading a lot about the film, and that seems to be the biggest criticism is that that's how these Marvel films are based around. There's a big powerful item that everybody wants, and it kills. Yeah, the bad I mean, guy now that you end. say it, yeah. But I think which that's, is the that's danger what, in studying things too much and not just maybe sitting back and yeah but and i think enjoying. It's, i think it's going to work out so. but i mean if we're, if we're going back to the kid thing they're not going to know that right right so they're going to enjoy the hell out of it. if you've been as paying long attention, as it's done as well as you'll get Guardians. rewarded later by oh yes yeah then you right. go back that, and you study star I, wars now it was all worth it yeah no that, but it <laughs> i kind of take that approach i try not to because yeah. you've got years and years to watch these movies if you I love know. them to, yeah. like the star wars you know That's now true. i pretty much know every Nook and cranny, but <laughs> seeing the tesseract made me want to go go back and watch. Yeah, Thor right. again. You yeah, know? or like I said, the yeah. cut, the scene at the end is it, it's important to watch now. So I got I have a question. So, <laughs> so if that no, if that I want to talk. How does Howard the Duck play into this? Hey, no. I, I, so we've seen what three Infinity Stones mm-hmm. found. Yep, and there's three more, three more. From what you were saying. Yeah. So does that mean? in the next upcoming movie before we get to the Avengers that now they've kind of put, okay, well, who found the rest? Didn't know. they say that at the end of, uh, of Dark World? They said, okay, that's this many down. Yeah. Two. Yeah, oh, he God, says no. one down, five to go. Or yeah, something so. Like that. Yeah, yeah. So it, now Peter Quill has that stone. Well, so. actually, no it's, no, it's with the Nova Corps. He gave it oh, he did, okay. He did the collector him. had it. Yeah. So he had two. They now he's over lost it. And okay. The Tesseract is on Asgard. Okay. And the Aether no, no, no. is, is with yes, the Collector. You're, no, you're right. You're right. The, you're right. the Aether was with the Collector. They would give, yes. He gave it to him at the end. They gave Can you remind the me they were, they, they if didn't uh, want to keep too, too close Loki's staff That might be. Yeah, some, people, some people suggest that his staff, that the gem in his staff might be one of them as well. Okay. Yeah. So, so they have to show where all six. these come from. Because well, they cannot be... leave one. You would think, you can't I, just be like, I and I found the other one in maybe, a shoebox at some planet. Maybe in you know the, what I mean? Maybe well, that's basically the, uh, what they did at the beginning of Gal- <laughs> Guardians. That it was just in a it's possible. thing in an empty planet. Yeah, maybe right, right, the, right. Maybe the Doctor Strange Yeah, but they have to show that. They can't just be like, yeah. you know, they'd have to show all these getting collected, then appearing on Thanos' I think there's a clue, because when he... Puts on those special glasses and he sees a city. Like, oh, why that was that an amazing stone? effect. Was I'm cool. glad you yeah. brought that up. Yeah. That was oh, right. that was good in 3D. So that was good. I don't, in 3D. Not a big fan of 3D, but there's oh, moments like that where it's like, all right, yeah, yeah. see it in 3D. Oh, I didn't get to see it in 3D. I'm gonna have to go watch it in 3D. Oh yeah, it's a totally different movie. There's four or five scenes that you missed if you don't have 3D. Yeah, yeah, because it's <laughs> special 3D scenes. <laughs> um, all right, we're gonna wrap up soon, but uh, the want to bring up the. The the uh, stinger at the end <laughs> post credit stinger. Well, first of all, you had just, two. You had the dancing baby group. That was oh, awesome, yeah. which was super cool. And they've already come out with a couple of different ones that you can buy. And I think I they're going to be on a one. lot of people's desks. Yeah, uh, that I think I'm getting one dancing group. Honestly, I love it. It's so cute. I just, yeah. And uh, but then there was post credit scene, which I, I'm going to ask you guys what you think of it before I, I tell most you I... end scenes have a purpose. Does does Not one... all of them. Um, Iron Man three didn't. It didn't. It was just Iron and Man he, no. and Tony Stark talking to Doctor Banner so. about, like he was telling the whole thing as a story. Oh, okay. To 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 him, and it was didn't further anything. I don't remember. Okay. Um, remember the Avengers eating? 
at a wrestling That was event. hilarious. I don't know if <laughs> yeah, that was, was the great. No, no, there was Where the Thanos scene, and then there was that one at the end of the credits. So right. there were two of them. Okay. There was like after the first part. All right, of the so credits, I guess we really haven't physically said yeah, it, this Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck the is, end. yeah, they show the collector and he's drinking a martini or something, uh-huh. and Cosmo the dog, which is part of the comics, comes over and licks his face, and then you hear off screen, you let him lick your face, and it cuts, and it's a weird kind of comic looking Howard the Duck. Was Howard Not the, the Duck one... a Marvel entity? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah? was. Okay. Uh, I figured he must have been. He was and he wasn't and he wasn't and he wasn't. But uh, he was... You know, not the Howard the Duck from the 80s film, but a, like a CG version of him that looked way more like the comic book yeah. version of him. And he's, he's it's disgusting and he sips a drink. Do, do you it. think they're going to make a campy? Like... No. We were talking about this. I was talking about this. He has nothing with, to do with, with someone story. else today. No, they, they have limited release dates and money. They're not going to risk. I don't think they're going to risk making a, a Howard the Duck movie. <laughs> and James Gunn has already said it's just a joke. It was just okay, meant to so be funny. Okay, so it was funny. funny. Yeah. I think that. Uh, that it caught me off guard. I'll say yeah, that yeah. right now. That part was the uh, the kicker. I think it was uh, what you said. You called it a kicker already, but I think it was stinger. A stinger. But yeah. I think I think it was them saying, "Okay, all right, settle down." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a fun movie. Come right. on, you know what I mean. I know you guys saw all that. You see these Infinity Stones coming. It's a fun movie. Yeah, but we're running yeah. out of stones, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I'm just gonna have to wait. that's a great point. The next yeah. one is Avengers 2. Some that's people the say one. the olive in the martini was an <laughs> infinity oh, stone. No. But was there olive in I'm there? I'm sure there space was olive. Is a space that. olive. <laughs> what did you think of, of that last moment? That uh, I thought it was kind of weird. I mean, we stayed for it. and uh, I, don't, I don't know what to think. I mean, <laughs> I saw Howard Duck when I was... Six. I, I've had I'm nightmares sorry. from that movie. I don't remember why, but I remember because having Because there nightmares. are duck boobs in it. I don't. There's naked oh my god, I don't even remember that. Yeah, that was, those are some of my earliest nightmares are Howard the Duck. <laughs> Just how bad it is or actual I don't remember. I mean, I was. I don't even remember the movie. It's a little... My literal reaction about, was... like being on a what? table, like getting cut up on a table or something. I don't, and I haven't even seen yeah, the movie since. But I remember a table with a spotlight and yeah. the duck. And that's it, all I remember. They gave me nightmares. No, seriously, that's all I remember too. I, I, uh, so and the girl's like a late night Chinese food field. restaurant. Yeah, I don't think the kids really got it because you know you had to read no, the comments, you had to know something about it. But um, I was, I, you know, you know, Fonzie, like it's, it was just, you know, I get that that's what. But I was a little disappointed because this is the last film before Avengers. I was hoping for a, like a little teaser. Well, you peak. got the dog, which was, you <laughs> know, gonna well, he might appear in the next one. There was you, no you said... connection between, other than that moment in the collector's room where they show the Tesseract, yep. the Aether, there's no connection to any know. of the other films. Kind of makes me like which it more. Which is okay. Like, yeah. I didn't hate, I didn't like, oh, this movie sucks because of that, but I was like, that's it? Like, we get a moment with Howard, and I thought it was funny. That might have been cool for like the end end, but I was hoping for something a little like like that Thanos appearance in Avengers, which okay. everybody was like freaking out. And then they had the funny shawarma scene at the end of the right. credits. Like I was, yeah, I was hoping for something a little bit, a okay. little bit more, just a tiny. But give me a taste because it's going to be months I know, before but the you next were, movie. You were just saying about the formulaic, and yeah, they, they just know. busted the formula. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Sure. that's sure. what I liked Very about true. it. Good yeah. point. And now I'd like to turn it back to G Man and be like, if you were the director, what would that? What would that cutscene be? I, I don't know because I don't know what the next plan is. I, yeah, but you can do anything. Go. I, <laughs> You're on the spot. Go. Uh, God, I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe Mickey Mouse. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Start tying in Disney. Maybe characters, maybe but. have a Nebula land on Earth. 
Because she gets away. Remember, she flies away. Yep, I love Maybe her have her land on Earth and show up at the doorstep of his grandfather because his grandfather was at the beginning of the film. Peter okay, Quill. yeah. Maybe have her show up and knock on his door and have him open the door and see her standing there, and that be the like I don't know, just something. See, I knew I could ha- get something good out of you. That's great. You know, or have her like land in near Avengers Tower or something in New York and and be like, so this is where he comes from. Interesting, you know. And like, so it's it ties us back to those other films. Maybe I don't know. It's just. A, off the top of my head, creative, but I don't genius. know. I mean, I don't, I really they like may it, not yeah. have plans to have her in the Avengers movie. They probably don't, right? So it would have to kind of connect to whatever they're going to do, which is Ultron in the next movie. So it's kind of anyway. Uh, merchandise and toys. Last last question. Oh, kids asking. Well, I'm getting that stuff. little Groot thing well, right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, <laughs> not you. Your oh, children. Oh, not me. Really? Come on. <laughs> you guys getting kids asking to get the toys? Do they want a Groot doll? They want action? Not yet, that, but I... I'm sure I will hear about the Infinity. Uh, starters. Yeah, they are going to yeah. be. The Guardians yeah. are going to be in the new Infinity 2.0 thingy. Um, I saw some yet. of the toys that I almost bought them. Speaking yes. of myself, they had they had like Star Lord and Gamora and mm-hmm. and, and uh, but you have to buy I, the entire set to get Groot. There's like one piece of Groot in each package. Oh, and then really? You can assemble them. You got to buy all of them. Is he taller than all the rest? Which um, I think so, toys yeah. are these? The, the, the action the, figures. Oh, the real action. The real action. Figures. I tried to win a. What are those Funko? The the. Goofy ones. Oh, the little ones? Yeah, the little... I oh, tried right, to win yeah. a whole set. Of, yeah. Uh, they're like rounded. No, these were like the actual action figures okay. based on the movie. And there's like five or six of them. And then you get Groot if you buy them all. So, That's pretty cool. Yes. I know, I'm not uh, going to buy them all, so... I know my uh, my youngest son, three-year-old, doesn't didn't see the movie with us, but uh, he saw in the store, there's a rocket raccoon. He's got the big gun. You press it and the, gu- the gun like shakes his whole body as it shoots. <laughs> he wants that so badly... But he doesn't know what that is, but he, he still wants it. Yeah, it's That's brilliant. Cool. Yeah. A raccoon guy shooting a Rac- big gun. Yeah, well, what's so great about Sam. that? A raccoon with a huge gun. Yeah, it's, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet there are going to be a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy backpacks. Yeah, they week. already are. Oh, I, I thought I was going to say and they, Halloween And they're actually releasing, oh, this yeah. is, they're releasing yeah. a new series, uh, animated series just for them. Disney XD. Oh, cool! Because Guardians of the Galaxy. They did the cool. cross with the Avengers. It was probably the yeah, same. I saw that. Yeah. So that was excellent. But they're going to give them their own show. So cool. that's how. See, Gar- when know, I watched that, Star Lord wasn't nearly as comical. As, well, I don't as think Chris because Pratt's they had version. they didn't know what the movie version was going to look like. Well, now. I wonder if they're going to change it. now. Probably. Yeah. They, they based the the cartoons on the, the yeah. Avengers movies. You know, made yeah. Tony Stark kind of a wisecracker. Right. Um, but I mean, this all goes back to, you know, the brilliance of this film and James Gunn's casting and stuff. Like, any other director would have cast like Bradley Cooper as Star-Lord, right? Right, right. He's a good looking he handsome dude. Instead, right. they, and, and they would have made, you know, Drax would have been Vin Diesel, right? But instead, they cast these, these kind of lesser, kind of, not sure shots, you know, kind of long shot characters, or long shot actors, and they just turned into a really great ensemble. And, I think Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel were great as voices too. Bradley Cooper was great as Rocket. Rocket was, it was just, awesome. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't America. know what to expect because I thought Rocket was more of like a New Yorker, you know. But <laughs> he had a little bit of New York. A little in bit, there. yeah. And he, he did it perfect, though. I mean, You're he did making it me great. beat up grass. He's beating like grass. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't occur to me till the second time watching the movie that he was a computer generated character. Very good point. Just, it didn't occur to me. That's awesome, and that's yeah, they did that's have real raccoon they based him on. So yeah. oh, that's right, Oreo. I think his name was like that. Yeah, Oreo. I think that was that's the name cool. of the and raccoon. They, yeah, no, no talking raccoons or tree people were harmed. That was it. Yes, yes. I noticed that. Yep. Now Peter Mayhew was was Groot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't He's walking around as a big tree. <laughs> like, uh, I have to. No, be I am Groot. Any last? We are Groot. We are. Yeah. 
So that any was, last that was uh, a big heart words on this? Last. So I think I think it's an overwhelming. Go out consensus. and see it immediately. Yeah, yeah take your you kids. Have to. It's cool. They're if gonna you love it. You're gonna love it. You know, everybody has so far. Not everybody. I mean, there are people that don't, obviously, but overwhelmingly well, positive reviews. There's people that don't enjoy this type of movie, but yeah. other than that, it's. But it's doing it. almost as well as Turtles in the it should, weeks it should that be follow. Right, Tur- yeah. I, I was in line be, this shell. morning. At I was in line this morning. I was getting reservations for a for a restaurant, and the, there was three college kids in front of me, trying to decide what movie to see. And I, I had I I did didn't. you speak up? Well, no. They said, "Well, let's go see." I forget what uh, what movie they said, but oh, Turtles. Let's go see Turtles. Oh, it only gets like seventeen percent at Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, and uh, oh, well, you know, I, they, they were talking about it. Maybe we'll see it anyway. And they said, "Well, Guardians of the Galaxy gets ninety two percent or something." And the, the girl was like, "Well, I don't really want to see that." And I was like, "I wanted to say something uh, so bad. I, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know where I would have gone. About I would have it, said it." He, yeah, it might have like, go, you know, but but you're right. Yeah. There are people who would look at that and say, like, I don't, you know, why am I here? That's overwhelming, though. Yeah. Seventeen versus ninety-two. I mean, it's not yeah. like seventy-two versus eighty. Right. I mean, yeah. but we, you know, I try not to base, you know, again, like I said, I try not to base my opinion on what other people think, but you can't ignore when you have people that that's Word what their job is. To, that's you know. why I put yeah. this so yeah. high that I need to see it opening weekend, yeah. like. It was word of mouth. That's it why wasn't... I saw it a second time. Yeah, and it's yeah. I, you know I gotta go see it again. You know. And for kids, it, it's great. I think it, uh, yeah, I'll, you can take Those kids no two, problem. Those two, three things aside, you just power through them. <laughs> I mean, not four year old, but seven, eight, nine yeah. on up. That's that's this age range. Well, I'm sorry, five, five up. Yeah, I'm a little looser than some people though. Yeah, some people <laughs> wouldn't be happy with the. Uh, the dick joke and the middle finger. <laughs> they got my dick but I don't know. It seems self censorship seemed to work fine with him. Okay, so yeah, that's our that's our uh, LXP podcast review of Guardians Sweet. of the Galaxy. So we'll be back again in a week or two with our next podcast, which will be episode six. We'll be uh, talking about Willow, the nineteen eighty eighty eight film. Mm-hmm. My notes here. 1988 fantasy film Willow, so be sure to tune in for that. Once again, you can you can visit our website at uh, lxponline.com. Email us at onlinelxp at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at lxponline, twitter.com, and Facebook, League of Extraordinary Extra Nerdy Parents. Excuse me, we're tired. We've been talking a lot. Um, on Facebook, so like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, email us, visit our website, comment, uh, tell us what you think of the film. Uh, and so until we see you again, uh, this is G-Man signing off. I am Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. I am G. <laughs> we are Groot. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. I wanted to get the taste of